You're listening to the Laugh Button Podcast on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Time once again for another episode of the Laugh Button Podcast. My name's Mark Seaman. His is Matt Kleinschmidt. And if you're hearing an echo, 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 echo. Well, it's because you have a very booming radio guy voice. That in combination with the fact that we are in a uh, in a warehouse type conference room right now. Uh, so if you hear it, this it is, isn't it is me asking echo. for more reverb. This is, uh, this is a pretty hefty brand new you know, conference room that we have here at the Laugh Button Towers, man. Yeah. This is uh, this is actually a bridgeway that connects once, the once two towers. Once we hang shit on the walls, I think we'll be good. Yeah, like walls. So like, we'll start there. We'll put walls on the walls. Yeah, we'll put okay. walls up on the walls, and then uh, right. and then I think we'll we'll kill some of this reverb. But well, I also think because we're sitting in between like three windows, if we probably move down to that part of the the desk, I bet you it'll be better. You think? Well, because my voice is hitting that window right behind you, and your voice is hitting this window right behind me. Do you want to give it a shot? I don't know. Let's mosey on down. Should we edit this, or should we just actually... All right, here we are. Uh, Matt Kleinschmidt takes the first move. He heads down towards the uh, northeast <laughs> corridor. Just a bit of the outside, Roddy. <laughs> Uh, speaking of uh, Bob Euchre, my <laughs> he's from Cleveland. No, no, he's definitely not. He he's the uh, he was the play-by-play announcer for the Milwaukee Brewers. I can't remember if he still is or not. But uh, I showed him to my wife one time because Vince Gully, very yeah. famous, the Dodgers uh, guy. Yeah, Dodgers uh, play-by-play announcer is retiring at the end of this year. Okay. And and I was watching a Dodger game the other night. It was you know Dodgers obviously on three hours behind. Uh, schedule as far as New York is concerned so you have to stay up till like one two in the morning but you know it's his final year I used to listen to Vin all the time as a kid he's Mm -hmm. legendary just to let you know how connected this guy is with history the very first year he ever broadcast a baseball game for professional at the professional level uh, the Dodgers were still in in New York City they weren't even in LA yet and the the manager uh, at the time, uh, was born in 1884. So uh, okay. let's just, yeah, that puts it all in perspective. Okay. I guess it makes sense. I mean, if you're in the middle of the century, if you start broadcasting like 1950, like 70 year olds are born in the Yeah. 80s. So, yeah but it's, it's just weird to think about that. You well, know what course, I mean? Because it feels like it's so long ago. Right. So, so far in the past. Like for us. Were the Dodgers the team that literally packed up in the middle of the night and moved to LA? There was a team that did that. Well, the the the, 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 the Baltimore Dodgers. Colts did that famously. Yeah, and went to Indianapolis. They like went to Indianapolis, like yeah. literally, like in the min- at midnight. Like in the little like the Mayflower the trucks were like pulling out. It was like people got yeah. some grainy footage, yeah, with like, like a spotlight middle, like, shown like, on it. It's a Pruder film style. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's time. so funny. That you think about how many teams have moved because, like you know, the Los Angeles doesn't have lakes, so right. the Lakers, Utah Jazz. You, there's came no from Jazz in Utah. They're in New Orleans. Right. You think about stuff like that, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, that that. I mean, it's happened forever, right? Yeah. But uh, long story short here, we, I, I was showing her clips of Vin Scully and how legendary this guy is. I go, and I, I said, watch this. This guy's going to tell a story. He's going to start telling a story while someone's batting. And miraculously, somehow this person won't get a hit or strike out or, until he finishes his story. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, right on cue, he's like, hey, Mike Trout from New Jersey once told the weather. And uh, it's great. His mom was commenting. It goes into this big story. Oh, yeah, because he has time. Down. And and it's like guy fouls off two pitches, then there's a couple balls thrown, and then and then she, as soon as he wraps up his story, you know, hit out into right field. Yeah. It's like this guy's. It's just well, this guy's magic. 
Longer story, even shorter. No, we these are get all back long to, stories long. <laughs> we get back to uh, uh, additional clips, which led to the Milwaukee Brewers and Bob Euchre. And I go, here's my other favorite announcer. This guy's Bob Euchre. Well, Artie Lang has a great bit about him, how he was playing like the the cough button, like a jazz, <laughs> like a he like, like a jazz musician where he would just like he would hit it as you say like the most heinous shit, <laughs> right? Like, like he'd he'd like do it. He'd announce a show. He'd announce a call. Hit the jazz button. They'd be like, look at this girl's ass. <laughs> Like walk by like Artie Lang has a great bit. He's told me it is a very funny many bit. late night bits about like you know how Bob Euchre would like he I think his exact phrase was he played the cough button like a jazz instrument. Right, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, well, my wife freaked out when I showed her Bob Euchre because she was like, "Oh my God, it's the guy from that comedy from Mr. the eighties, right?" And yeah, she, yeah. she didn't know the name of it. She started yelling it out. She's like, "Holy shit!" Not I Major League, know. your favorite movie, but oh, Mr. Belvedere, dude. Well, I mean, he obviously was in Major League, and and then she put two and two together because then her next sentence was, "It's the guy from Major League." Yeah, just a bit. And I was like, yeah, this was his job. He just also happened to kind of be an actor. Dynamite dropping. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, very cool stuff. Uh, uh, Bob Euchre is amazing. And, and Vince Gully, man, you're the best. Thanks for all the inspiration. Because that guy uh, inspired everybody across all forms of broadcasting, whether it's what we're well, doing right you. here. He, I, I was inspired by uh, you. Oh, well, thank you. Well, <laughs> indirectly then, Vince Gully. I was inspired. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was inspired by desire to never shut my fucking mouth. That's what I was desired. By. Well, then you're perfect by. for broadcasting. Yeah, I, there you go. Never and, shut your mouth. Well, I, I was at Dodger Stadium one time, and, and I walked down. The I hear the Dodger dogs are terrible, by the way. Yeah, overrated, for okay, sure. Okay. I, I mean, I'm not going to. I'm going to be. Look, I'm never really you're negative about up, stuff. Upset but the entire city of Los Angeles. Yeah. Look, here's the but deal. I hear they're terrible. They're fine. They're fine. Okay. They're no better or worse than any other hot dog at any other stadium. Then why do people give a shit about Dodger dogs? Because it's, it's, it's part of tradition. It's part of okay. it's the Dodger dog. It's in, you know, it's okay. alliteration. It's nice or whatever. Okay. But uh, I went down the wrong corridor walking around Dodger Stadium one time and and you know the drill you just pretend like you know where you're going Dude, and nobody stops you everything I do in my yeah. professional life is acting like you belong where you're going right. and you will get there just fine yes. it's like it's like you want to go backstage just act like you belong yeah, just, there just, just, just do it don't make eye contact with the giant security man just walk like until he right. says something and usually if he says something you're already 10 steps bring, bring a couple he's like whatever bring a couple drumsticks with you just in case just act like you belong but, so I did that I went down the wrong quarter next thing I know I'm like I don't know where the hell I am and mm -hmm. there's only one way out of here and it's an elevator and so I, I just get in this elevator of course and I got in this elevator I, I try to go down to ground level and it stops before I get to ground level and sure enough Vince Gully gets in the elevator and mm -hmm. I'm like I'm definitely in the wrong place because <laughs> no one gets in Vince Gully's elevator oh, right okay. so so I get in there and I'm like whoa hey wouldn't you say it's Vince Gully and he mm -hmm. looks at me and goes yep uh, today tomorrow and the day after that Great meeting you. Hope you're well. That's and like, I was like, what? That's like the sign-off that Jim Carrey gave from the Truman <laughs> yeah. Show. I was like, but this was out like without missing a beat. This guy was fantastic. <laughs> and I was like, fucking Vince Scully, man. He's <laughs> just the man. He's a fan of the Truman Show. Yeah, yeah so, maybe. So, Mark, who do we have on the podcast? Okay, week? so yes, let's get to the podcast this week. Uh, we have to dip back in the well here. And uh, we want to thank the ladies for being so patient because uh, we taped this one a bit ago, uh, yeah. to be fair. Uh, they are uh, a team known, known as the Reformed Whores. Yes. Very and nice ladies. Amazing ladies. And uh, they're on tour right now as we speak with uh, Dweezil Zappa. Who's doing uh, Zappa plays Zappa. But yes. he 
he's not allowed to actually call it Zappa plays Zappa. There was a big article in like, the New York Zippo plays Zippo? Is it, what, what's he? No, it's something to do like the estate of Frank Zappa has obviously mm-hmm. has fallen into the hands of his family and his brother Ahmed and his mom and all that kind of stuff. And apparently right. he can't call it Zappa plays Zappa. So That's it's, so weird. It's very weird because, you know, it's his, it's two sons. Yeah. It's, I guess there's a feud. I have no idea. But there's an article uh, in the New York Times about a week ago about all this kind of stuff. That too, old so. chestnut. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it happens. I mean, you always hear those crazy stories about like, you know, this person was ousted. Once Once money's involved, shit gets weird, man. Yeah, it's Gallagher too gets a little weird. Yeah. Guys a, performing Gallagher shows when God. Gallagher's not available to do it. Yeah. His brother doesn't know, and he's like, "What the fuck?" You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's just weird, you know. But but you're yeah. right. Stuff happens all the time. It, it, it always happens all the, it happens all the time. And it gets really weird when money's involved, unfortunately. So well, back to the foreign pores. Yeah, they yeah, are yeah. our guests, and and we're gonna we're gonna be celebrating with them their yeah. brand new album, also, which is so funny, it was, so it, funny. It's a really funny album, and we reviewed it on the laugh button mm-hmm. and uh, got a lot of good traction. Also, I want to give shout out to Billy Yost for holding it down last week. Oh yeah, sure, that's right. When I was not here, mm-hmm. I was. Out. I thought he was going to be here again this week, and then you showed up, and I was like, Damn "Yeah, it. yeah." I said, "Billy, Damn fuck it. off, buddy." <laughs> and then he went and delivered a a, a, a weather report. So yeah, it was all good. Yeah, yeah. Billy had a nice week, man. Like in the middle of all of this madness from that, like this weather report he did in Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. It got picked up by like everyone. Like, New York even, Daily News. Yeah, like New York here. Daily News picked it up. So the it's laugh like, button picked it up. Well, yeah, of course. But like, it's funny because like, he's our he's our buddy, and he yeah. sat in on the show, and the next thing you know, like all this crazy stuff happened. So it was kind of a it was a very probably surreal week week for Billy, but uh, thanks for sitting in and and, t- and, hel- and holding it down while I was uh, out on vacation. Yeah, it was very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, vacation was good. Welcome well, back. Ex- well, I escaped the trunk of the van, as yeah. Billy said that yeah. I was locked in. And uh, um, how's your finger doing? My finger's fine. It's healed. Uh, no, vacation was good, man. I went down to uh, the Caribbean and hung out with some Caribbean people and drank rum-flavored products. It's pretty cool. Rum-infused products. Were yes. you able to like uh, shake a coconut down from a tree and just... No, eat it for I didn't free. do like that. I like we, we just kind of Airbnb and beat a house on the beach and oh, just cool. kind of hung out for like a that's, week. That's sick. yeah. My wife and I just hung out. It was like awesome. It was, Is that your first time Airbnb before? Because I've never done it. Well, we and, did Airbnb. Uh, we actually did Home Away, which yeah. is the international version of Airbnb, I okay. guess. Or and there's also another one called like Verbo Vacation Rentals by Owner VRBO. By the I way, f- why did it take so long for this shit to happen? Like, uh, well, it, some of it's illegal. Well, some of it. <laughs> well, some of it states. Which one did you choose? Cities that? say it's illegal because right. it affects. They have like all these kind of laws. About oh, it does. Like, it's messing up New York it's, real it's estate. It's messing up, but yep. at the same time, competition always helps the consumer. Sure. It's when everything gets you know compartmentalized and taken down and and and, and com, you know basically put into a giant corporation. That's when the consumer sucks. So like, I'm glad Airbnb has to compete with the hotels, which has to compete sure. with Home Away because it only does that does is drive competitive price. Has to compete with it, outside. It's, it's competitive right. and like, I mean that's why Time Warner Cable sucks and everyone complains about it because it's the only game in town. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like because they don't have a reason to give a shit. Could you imagine? Like, do you want to do you want to do a startup? Let's just do a startup Let's secondary. Let's do a startup. Care. Yeah. What cable well, carrier? The problem with these cable monopolies is that it basically the way they were set up in the early '80s, it had such a big overhead running the lines to these houses yeah, that, they, that basically government's the only way to say. 
hey, you, you, you go do this was to basically say, hey, we'll give you exclusivity. Right. And that's how this all started. All this bullshit started, you know. Motherfuckers. Telecommunications Deregulation Act screwed media. I can get it. I can have these conversations with you all day. Well, because unfortunately we can't for the comedy. Yeah, but I, I can talk media all day, buddy. <laughs> well, that's good that you work yeah. in the same medium then. Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, all right. So, uh, welcome back. Yeah, uh, thank you. And it's good to have you back. Thanks for holding down the fort when I was going. Yeah, of course, man. I did uh, nothing, I think. Uh, <laughs> while you were I, tr- I tried to make it so you didn't have to do anything. Actually, we so. had we had a lot of great a lot of great stuff happen, man. I, I went and checked yeah, out the Paley Center week, yeah. at George Carlin, and uh, you know it's very cool that that's happening and that's going up to a lot uh, of Jamestown, New York. Love in the last week or so, yes. between yes. like Lewis Black gave mm-hmm. us some love, and who else gave us some love this well, week? Well, uh, Ari Fear gave us some love. Dan Soder gave Dan us Soder some gave love some this love. week. Yep. Like, just a lot of a lot of really great love happening from comedians out there in the interwebs, which is pretty exciting. So, all right, uh, Matt. This morning I woke up uh, early enough to head over to Madison Square Garden or the theater. I was gonna say at Madison Square Garden. Or the Garden. Well, they're attached. Doesn't matter. Yeah, they're, they're attached. attached, and one is just as big as the other. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, so I headed over there because uh, upfronts are happening right now. So mm-hmm. if anyone, if you never heard the term upfront, basically, there's no need for you to really. Yeah, upfronts have become more of a, a known thing over the years. But right. the reality was, they used to just exist for basically advertisers. Advertisers, and, and they still do. Yes. It's just now that that uh, we can all infiltrate these things, and and uh, people are reporting on them instantly and have the capability to do so. Mm-hmm. People will become aware of these sort of industry terms and yeah. and I and I talked to uh, Dave Mandel about uh, the term showrunner too it's the same thing yeah. you know because there's 900 executive producers so you need just what's a sh- give me the showrunner that's the but, one but that's, person that's, but that's running the whole funny thing, thing too right? is like 20 years ago no one cared who show ran a show when the yeah. Simpsons first were on did you care who the showrunner was if you knew someone else's name besides well any of the cast yeah. or, or Matt Groening right? yeah, yeah, yeah Matt Groening yeah, yeah, Groening yeah. It, yeah. that's it that's all you need to know yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but like now it's like oh I love this because it's the same guy who ran that other favorite my favorite show it's very weird how like much of that back end language and vernacular is kind of seeped into it and the upfronts are no mistake i mean the upfronts literally used to be a room like a, a conference room in a hotel oh yes where Super a bunch tiny. of where like a bunch of suits would talk to people that were wanted to sponsor it so it was mm-hmm. like nbc for example with with a paper chart graph yeah, yeah. by the way it wouldn't like, even be a yeah, yeah. powerpoint like presentation. nbc or abc or cbs well, like the main networks mm-hmm. would do it and they would have like you know kimmel whoever their late night guy was would host so kimmel would host it for abc and be like hey here's all the new shows coming up uh you guys have money. You want to spend advertising on it. These right. are the shows you can advertise on. Super simple. Then after this presentation during the day, there would be like, you know, hey, let's go out to dinner. Probably like some steak and some like, you know, cigar smoking or some like crazy, whatever visual you have of industry heavyweights doing that kind right. of stuff. But now, since you have new networks like cable networks and, and, and other people that don't necessarily have the money that these big guys have, they want to do more flashier, incredible stuff. And I cited Adult Swim a couple years back as being kind of a tipping point because Adult Swim obviously can't compete with NBC dollars but they were like fuck it we're just going to have Jay-Z perform at the Roseland right? and Jay-Z performed at Roseland for an Adult Swim event and all of a sudden it's like oh we can have spectacles in these giant parties and Adult Swim and other networks have fallen suit and now these things are like presentations at the Madison Square Garden and sure. there's a couple thousands of people showing up to it was awesome things. man so it's, so it's incredible th- this one I went to today in particular was for Turner Turner Broadcasting which their properties are a, a a, there's a bounty of properties, I should yeah. say, you know, between TBS, TNT, and uh, True TV, and, uh, you know, stay at CNN, right? So all these 
uh, are featured and showcased, and they, they tell us all the new shows that are coming out. They show us trailers, and they wheel out talent onto stage. Like uh, Wolf Blitzer came out and started this whole thing off, and they had a, they had a drone camera flying around just doing like live <laughs> drone camera feed. But what was really cool is they, they presented it as a concept. Uh, you know, it's a presidential election year, so uh, that coverage is, is abound as well, and they made it feel like you were at some sort of CNN uh, event coverage uh, showcase. Mm-hmm. So they would intersplice everything that was happening on stage with like cutting to Wolf Blitzer in the Situation Room, who was really just set up on the side of the stage, you know, saying whether that sketch was funny or that yeah, presentation yeah. was funny. And it was it was a lot of fun, man. And, and the people were amped. And uh, the, man, Conan O'Brien came out and just slayed it. Billy Eichner was there. The Impractical Jokers got out on stage. So so they were really all Turner people. All Turner yeah, all Turner people. Yeah. But what I really liked about it. And, and how these upfronts have been changing over the years, like you said with the Jay-Z example, mm-hmm. is the actual business aspect of it. They're letting the talent almost speak for themselves a lot more. You know, they'll have the presidents come out and, and say, here are the numbers. Yeah, but no, Here's but, why we're but great. Like, almost no one cares about that part. It's like, oh, who are the celebrities? Yeah, it's it's people? crazy. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. like the reaction to Charles Barkley coming out on stage or or people not really knowing who Adam Conover was from yeah. Adam Ruins Everything, but him coming out and just slaying and people are like, whoa, this guy. This and it's guy, like, yeah. well... That's who you're really truly investing in, anyway. Totally. You're investing in that and, guy's uh, talent and ability, and his, and his thought. It's a, it's incredible. Like, but it's a cool way that that the talent and the shows can now speak for themselves, and 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 it's not just a bunch of suits in a room. I mean, right? dude, the Adult Swim up front we went to the one time. You and I were there. I think mm-hmm. this was last year. Mm-hmm. It, it was literally a minute long sizzle reel of like, hey, Adult Swim attracts these people. These are the eyeballs. Right. This is this, and it was all done fun and Adult Swim like. Yeah. P.S. Like, Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> then it's like, here's Miley Cyrus, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And no, then it's like, just a party so, for three yeah, hours. Yeah. It's just a party for a couple hours. So it's upfronts have really changed, and I think for the better. I think it's it's a little bit more of um, not transparency, but like a little. It's they've become a little bit more like okay, you got to put on a show because mm-hmm. that's what these networks are there for anyway. They're there to entertain you, but like there has become this bleed. I mean, like another great example is South by Southwest, mm-hmm. which has happened. It's happened a long time ago, but South by used to be. A&R guys and radio guys, they would go to these things and it would be a couple hundred people seeing all these unsigned bands. Mm-hmm. And now South by has become this giant monster where people roll out new products. You have to have a label almost to be sure. a band perform. Big and like time sponsors. The biggest like big. McDonald's yeah. and Doritos and Taco Bell and like, you know, Chevy and yeah. all this kind of stuff are there. I mean, and granted, it's not what South by started to be, but South by Southwest has become this huge beast in and of itself. It just, right. it just changed and adapts with the time. So it's very interesting. Well, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, I wish yeah. you could have been there, Matt. It, it uh, got right, to dude. got to bump elbows with the a slew of talent. I mean, everybody yeah. was there, including our friends, the Impractical Jokers, yeah. those who can't. Heard you ran into those uh, guys. Eric Andre ran into uh, the the cast of uh, Andrew Tribeca, which was really cool because I saw them in L A. My last trip. Uh, but but what was really special for me was uh, seeing people that that I'd started out with, like a Hari Kondabolu was around, and yeah, thinking yeah. like, man, how far we've come mm-hmm. over the last ten years. But uh, uh, one in particular I was really stoked to was to interact quickly with Samantha B because she's been so successful mm-hmm. this year and uh, this is really cool Matt this is what Samantha B came out on stage and she uh, was asking for a hundred thousand dollars and she was like I'll do I'll do literally almost anything for a hundred grand because that's the amount of money you need to have a spot on the floor at the GOP National Convention oh okay so this is really cool oh. and everyone was like whoa it's going on you know yeah, yeah. and so she was literally like I will 
you know, get a tattoo on the side of my face, a temporary tattoo. So I could do whatever to get this money. So could you imagine, and this has got to happen. And it was all the talk afterwards when I was hanging out. uh, Someone's got to want that. Yeah. It was like, Oh, a hundred thousand dollars. We've got to get this to happen to get Samantha be on the floor. Cause she was like, I want to go to Cleveland. Like this is the first time I've ever said this. I want to go to Cleveland (laughs) because the GOP national convention is going to be there. And, uh, what a, what a crazy thing. Like she could hang up signs there. She would have an area like a hundred grand. That's it. That's it. I I mean, that's not a lot for these huge advertisers and these huge advertisers, but you know, it just, it just kind of goes to show you how much money is in politics though. Right. Right. In politics, just to get on the floor. That's not even to like support the candidate, you know, yeah, like yeah, stuff yeah. like that. It's crazy. But uh, hopefully we'll see that come to light. But she yeah. was really great, man. She was uh, very sweet too. And her, and her husband was there running around. Cause, Jason Jones. Yep. Yeah. Jason Jones got that show, The Detour and season mm-hmm. two is coming out and they, uh, they showed a tease of Wrecked, which I'm really stoked for. That's which is with, coming to TBS. What's his name from the whitest kid you know? Yeah. Zach Krager. Zach Krager. Uh, yes. And uh, the cast is hysterical. Yeah. If you want to ch- learn about Wrecked, um, head over to laughbutton.com. Yeah, I did I a real nice a piece on that. On that. Yeah. 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 And uh, hopefully we'll be doing something with them down the road. But uh, there, there were, most of the shows we're aware of. Yeah. Uh, there was a new one called Claws that's getting made. It's a dramedy, and it, it's going to hail from uh, Rashida Jones. And uh, they just cast uh, cast Nisi uh, Nash. <laughs> just cast yeah, Nisi Nash. I can't yeah. even say it. It's a lot of alliteration um, there. Yeah, and it's it's uh it's like a nail salon dramedy. Like the way it was described, and you're just like, what's going on here? I'm super fascinated with. I mean, this, Rashida but, Jones uh, has got a great track record. She's and, awesome. And they're clearly yeah. in the Rashida Jones business with Angie Tribeca as well. Right. So. And, you know, they were happy to say all the all of our favorites from Turner are back. And, That's great. And they were showing kind of what Conan was going to be up to. And, uh, yeah, some really fascinating stuff. Uh, and that leads to tonight. We're going to see Nicki Minaj. True story, man. <laughs> uh, Upfronts, and then we're going to ha- go hang out with True TV. Yeah, and, True TV and those folks. So excited to see them. Yeah, Upfronts is interesting, man. I'm glad that we get to go experience this kind of stuff. Me because too. not everyone gets to experience this stuff. So, like, we're very fortunate to be able to mm-hmm. do that. And, you know, part of it's also obviously because we have listeners and people mm-hmm. that like reading the laugh button and seeing what's going on. But the other time, it's just like we're fans of this stuff. Like, you know, it's really, really cool. I mean, like we wrote some, I mean, there's been some great stuff going on on the site too, which I mean, like, you know, we put together like a really great review of Dan Soder's new album, which mm-hmm. we're so psyched about because it premieres this weekend. It's called Not Special. Dan Soder has been like a friend of ours forever. So like super Pump excited. for him. Like, so, like I don't, I'm like, he's a friend, like casual friend. Like I can't, I'm not, I'm not saying like I want to spend like holidays with Dan Soder, <laughs> but like, I'm so psyched for that guy. You know what I mean? Like I'm just, it's stuff like that. I wonder and, like, what the over under is on that. I'll ask <laughs> I don't know. Hey Dan, you want to? Spend a spend Memorial Day with us. How about I, I'm going to say it right now, Matt. Of all the the stuff we've absorbed comedy wise so far, as far as albums and specials, yeah. the Dan Soder is my favorite right now. Of, of 2016. Of 2016, right now, Dude, gun to my head. He's a Dan monster. Dan Soder is he's, my he's a favorite. Right and then he also does the bonfire on Sirius XM mm-hmm. with another pal of ours, Jay Okerson. And um, and speaking of that, can we? Uh, we yeah, you know, we can announce. We can't announce all the details, but okay. we're going to be part of Skankfest. Yes. Speaking you know, of Big Jay Okerson, Big Jay Okerson, Louis J Gomez, and Dave Smith's podcast, Legion of Skanks. Um, we kind of were talking to those dudes said hey we have an idea to do a Laugh Button Live podcast down there they said love it so let's put it together let's make it happen so next thing you know we're and they announced it before they even confirmed it with they, us they did they announced <laughs> that we were part of, of it they said we love this idea confirmed <laughs> yeah. it and then told us that they confirmed right, it you right. know? so it was uh, it was really great so yeah we're going to be part of Skank Fest all the details will be shared once we have them but look for us doing mm-hmm. a live podcast that weekend of uh, it's June 18th and 19th that weekend Skank Fest so and speaking of about that, and speaking of specials, not to yeah. not to cut you off because we're gonna run out of time here. Uh, 
two two new specials you need to check out this weekend. First, Dan Soto, which we yes. mentioned. Uh, that's Friday night, uh, 11 p.m. on Comedy Central. And then the mm-hmm. album comes out on Tuesday next week. So you can pre-order that off the laughbutton.com yep. and, uh, and help out Dan. And then uh, also this weekend, Brad Williams has a new special called Daddy Issues. It's coming to Showtime. Uh, that's on Saturday. I want to say Saturday, 10 p.m. Uh, worst case scenario, just go to laughbutton.com. We have it listed there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, this is great, man. There's just an abundance of comedy. Like after I left that upfront, I realized the domination that comedy is having. Uh, on, we we're obviously knee That's deep in it. One network too, yeah. dude. That's we're, the crazy thing. We're knee deep in it, but but this is in front of these advertisers. These are the people yeah, yeah, yeah. that put all of this stuff on yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah. And comedy was 100% at the forefront of the presentation, at the forefront of the programming. And the people that were coming out on stage to help sell were the Billy Eichners and the Adam Conovers and and the Impractical Jokers. Other than sports, Turner's probably biggest commodity is comedy because they have TBS, which Mm -hmm. is all comedy. TNT is their big drama. but but Yes, TNT. But TNT also has their sports. Sure. But TBS is their comedy with Andy Mm -hmm. Tribeca and Conan and all that stuff. And then you have True TV, which is also a Turner property, which has Impractical Jokers, Adam Ruins Everything, and all that stuff. And then you also have Hack my life. Adult Swim, which is part of Turner as well. And Adult sure. Swim is giant in that. Oh, by the way, Rick and Morty got a lot of love. They, yeah, came, they came on the screen, and, but I was surprised by that. You know, yeah, the people, it, it is, yeah. I, let's just say I brought down the age average probably in the room a smidge. <laughs> but, but like that got a lot of love, man. It, it was uh, People were cheering for it. It yeah, was pretty impressive. Show. So it's, it's, it's really great. And then, I mean, another great example is like moving over to actually networks, NBC is bringing back its Thursday night lineup of comedy. It kind of got away from it this past year, but they actually announced with their upfront mm-hmm. information that they're bringing that all back. So it's all Fox, great. same thing. We got three new trailers yep. for them. Uh, the Adam Pally uh, uh, Making yep. History, I think it's called. It looks so funny. Yep. It, just picture Adam Pally with a time-traveling duffel bag. That's all you need to know. And, Can and you go back in time and get happy endings renewed? Well, it's funny because be in the fantastic. trailer, in the in the teaser trailer, they mention, "Hey, <laughs> I don't think this is going to be a happy ending." That's and funny. he said, "You know, trust me, just come in the bag." That's, that's it's, funny. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I mean, the writing is f- phenomenal. That. All right, let's get to our uh, let's get to our guests here, Reformed Whores. Uh, again, thanks for the patience, ladies. You are amazing. Can't wait to hang with you again and see you again. And uh, seriously, just for the record, this album is not only is it amazingly funny, but the musicianship is so tasty and nasty they recorded it in the same famous studio that all your favorite country artists from they get like, into all this on the interview. D- yeah, yeah Dolly Parton and Ben it's it's yeah it's great here's the reformed whores everyone really true? no oh, okay. so I was like oh god I gotta prepare myself worst podcast ever <laughs> yeah. so the reformed uh, people are here yeah, that'd be a, amazing. Ladies. Amazing. Yeah. Well, n- Time Out New York accidentally like posted whores at the bar. That's what they called our band name. They did. Did they really? Yeah. Oh, well, Chrissy that. Mayer like sh- it was for her show, and she was just like, uh, I don't know who whores at the bar are, but we're gonna have reformed whores. Well, sometimes they'll like block out some of the letters in our names to, to like try to censor it. Right. It looks like it says reformed whites. <laughs> With like oh, a, like a supremacist like rivers. I'm like, we don't. That's way worse than yeah, the Way worse. I don't like that. <laughs> oh jeez, yeah, that's bad. Uh, yeah, where are the hoods, by the way, ladies? Uh, reformed white. Yeah, right. Where are the hoods? Can you, uh, uh, so yeah. What the hell is even a f- reformed white? I don't oh, know. nothing. Yeah. It means nothing like, is that even anything? <laughs> Probably. Christian. <not. laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Marie, that that school I went to for one year oh, yeah. was a Christian college. Ooh. 
And it was so ridiculous. Like the rules they had, um, like you had to, if, if a lady was over, you had to have the door open oh. and everybody's feet had to be on the floor. Oh then I got, God. I had Smurf bed sheets and I got <sighs> crucified because uh, the, these kids would come in and be like, you know, you know, uh, Papa Smurf was a communist. That's why he has a red hat. And, and, blah, 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 and, oh and I was like, I got to get out that of here. That cat's the devil. Is, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. so bad. Yeah, there was a big Christian uh, college in Nashville, David Lipscomb. And so they, they had a high school and then a college. And kids that went there, like, you're not allowed to dance. You're definitely not allowed to have oh. any visitors. No, and, it's a little footloose. I was going to yeah. say, so yeah. footloose. It's all the, f- the feet or the devil. <laughs> I couldn't, like. Feet or the devil. The feet, I couldn't be anywhere. I couldn't dance. I feel like dancing all the time. Yeah, da- Katie moves a lot. <laughs> I like to dance. I just want to dance. Yeah, just go to dance. Right? That was like, <gasps> that's the one dance. thing uh, I've taken jerky from. Moves, yeah. Uh, is that Jerky Boys Ronaldo, or Dane you Cook? son of a bitch. Oh, no, you're right. There's I a Dane Cook joke, too. Dane Cook and his but first that, special. I was thinking of Ronaldo joke. The Jerky Boys, by the way, I don't mm. know if you've listened to the Jerky Boys lately. No, uh, no, no. Revisit them. It still yeah. holds <laughs> up. It still holds up. It's still good. We, oh, we had it really? on the office Yeah, like, you just, you just, you're back to that whatever age you were when you first heard them, like, just giggling at it. It, it still is ridiculous. Were they the ones that did the prank phone calls? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. They even had a movie. They got a movie. The movie was terrible. See, if they can have a movie, we can have a movie. Yes. Yeah, damn straight. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The ladies' uh, voices you're hearing, they are the Reformed Whores. I I pronounced that correctly. Reformed Whores. Whites. Whores. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Marie and uh, Katie, thank you for joining us. Hello. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much for having us. Hoes. Yeah. Yeah. Hoes in the house. Oh, look at that. (laughs) I knew you should have told them to to not curse on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Forget it's gonna get worse. It's gonna get worse, Matt. I hope you're ready. So uh, I heard the new album. Congratulations! Yes. Thank you. And uh, this was professionally recorded. It was yeah. not recorded in my bathroom. Although <laughs> <laughs> we pitched that yeah, idea we around. Tried. <laughs> no, it was it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. pretty Get good. Some uh, good uh, self-built-in reverb in totally there. Totally right? easy yeah. done. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> on my iPhone, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk about this. Uh, Don't beat around the bush. Yes. Mm-hmm. Songs that. Hit the spot. Oh yeah, Boom. right, right uh-huh. there. So you, you you did this down in Nashville at a very famous location. Mm-hmm. So when you went in, did you just take a deep breath and suck in the essence? Like, what do you do? I ran around like a crazy person. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> I just stood in great. the corner and cried. <laughs> it was great <laughs> when we first got there. No, definitely. Like we walked in. So it's RCA Studio A mm-hmm. in Nashville, Tennessee, and it is one of the most historic studios in the country. They built it for Chet Atkins in the '60s. And then Dolly Parton has been there. Elvis Presley has recorded. Like Johnny Cash. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. William Shatner. <laughs> My favorite. That's a true story. Uh, yeah. 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 Really good what was it? Golden Voices was the album he did. And then there was the uh, Has Been. He did album. a bunch of stuff. I, I, the one I remember. Album he, did, he like Ben Folds like wrote all the music for his last. Oh yeah. Album. Right. Like, yeah. 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 It's Ben like, Folds yeah. Studio. So yeah. That and like sense. Joe Jackson was on it. Like a bunch of like these like really well names. He did a cover of Pulp's Common yeah. People. It's Common great. People it's was. Great. Uh, I'll never, I can't unhear that. Wow. Did a song with Henry Rollins on that album. Like really weird stuff. Yeah. When we were in the vocal booth there, they were like, "This is where William Shatner stood." Like, what about Patsy Klein? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, she stood there too. Let's get back to Dolly. Can we it's do where, that? It's where William Shatter stood there and spoke words at you in, a, in his right. baritone voice. Right. So funny. But what a cool just uh, 
What a nice upgrade. Oh, my God. It was uh, Even so if you cool. recorded in an awesome studio before that, it's still Yeah, yeah. and we had special. recorded our first album in a nice studio in Brooklyn, and we thought we had like luck. We did luck out with that. We had a great team with that, too, and we thought we were just going to do the same thing. And then we've been on, we were on tour for about two years with Les Claypool from Primus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love his, how you said that like a question. Yeah. Well, some people, it's <laughs> oh, weird. We know Les some people know him, and then some people yeah. don't. People either like know him yeah, or they yeah, have no, yeah, no, no idea yeah, who he yeah, is. Yeah, that makes sense. No, that's fair. I'm sorry. No, no, that's fine. That's very fair. I've been like trained I'm, to I'm like be like, you know. historian, so if you could just respect, a little respect, <laughs> yes, please. Yes, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Primus! I mean to underestimate you. Um, but we have we were, all the reissues. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. Then you know oh, who we've I'm talking about. The yeah, <laughs> we have sailed the season. Yeah, we have sailed the season. I've drank the pork soda. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you I'm go. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I gotta apologize for no, this Mark. Is oh, no, this you is great. This makes our lives easier. All this was just deleted, so if everyone's like, what was that long bleep? Oh, right. So, yeah, Les Claypool. So we toured Les Claypool and uh, he had awesome a group, is that? it was really awesome and he was doing his uh, side project called Duo de Twang mm-hmm. so it's him and this um, his buddy Brian Kehoe that were touring around that we were opening for them and Brian Kehoe was sort of uh, helped us kind of get that spot uh, he was like y'all should record. do an album in Nashville and we're like, like that'd no be shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should definitely yeah we've been dreaming about this that'd be awesome it's like started. when your parents say hey you should uh, you should be on yeah. tonight's show yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, you know you oh, should be on Saturday Night Live it's like yeah okay yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome working yeah. on it working on it mom chill yeah but he's he really never crossed my mind yeah so he said it and then he really like kind of put the wheels in motion and got some buddies of his reached out to them in Nashville and then got us a nice deal because otherwise like we 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 only spent two days recording there, one day with the musicians. That's all we could afford. And it was like, it was really amazing. It was a little stressful, but um, that we just, we couldn't afford much more than that. But they totally cut us a great deal and we were very lucky that that worked out. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And we should explain to everyone who's listening who may not know who you are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're, Describe you're, us. You're a pair of fabulous musicians. <laughs> yeah. Who mm-hmm. also happen to write very funny songs. Yeah. And however you want to label that's fine. That's up to you. Yeah, we don't know even. But yeah, yeah no, one, no one knows. Uh, yeah. No one knows. And uh, and that's what you do. You can go to reformedhorrors.com if you want to catch up, play catch up, check out your first album and uh, and your new one's right around the corner, which mm-hmm. is yeah. also very yeah. cool and exciting. And you guys, uh, you did this one on your own, right? Self-releasing yep, this one? Totally. Releasing and then yeah, and, and some of the musicians that played on the album. Can we name drop? Can yeah, we do that? Please do it. it. Alphabetical see. order, if you could. Oh no way. Just kidding. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> no way. Well, it's David Rorick who was Johnny Cash's last bass player. So, awesome. so he had all these cool stories about touring with Johnny Cash, and he has this huge Johnny Cash tattoo on his arm that we took pictures with. And he's a fabulous bassist. <laughs> just the you can imagine. Yeah, we don't yeah. need your face in the photo or anything, man. If you could just get your arm yeah, real close tat- to the camera. Just your tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then Jeff King was Reba McIntyre's is Reba McIntyre's yeah. guitar player. Um, then there are some more people. Uh, Ken, I mean, our brains <laughs> are so fried at this point. Ever. But we had Ken something Johnson Johnson. I don't know. I just like no, I think the Johnson was the other. Oh, I'm so sorry. Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson. American music steel good pedal player of the year. Ding nice. dong ding. Yeah, that's oh, it. I don't right. Know. Yeah. So and then great. then our drummer Ken. <laughs> You're like our drummer, that something. guy. Ken, I loved him. Uh, Don't worry, we'll fill in all the blanks for played, you. Don't yeah, worry. he played drums for um, Civil War. Civil Wars. So, like, every, anyway, the point uh, is, you hear Mark's great. voice dubbed over this. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in a high voice. <laughs> anyway, incredible guys, and they showed up, and like how it works in these like studios is that these are studio musicians. They've toured with some of the greatest, but they showed up, and they hadn't, they didn't know the music. They just show up, and you give them charts, and they looked at like the band leader, and they're like, "Are we doing like another like Christian rock album?" <laughs> 
so and the good. guy was like, oh, nope, not today, fellers. Not even close. And then we uh, harmonized Wiener. <laughs> and then they were very impressed and we had fun the rest of the day. Oh, yeah, that's so yeah. good. I mean, like, you always hear those crazy stories about those legendary, like, studio crews, like the Wrecking Crew or, like, the, right. the guys from the, the Wrecking Crew were at L.A., I think, Sun Studios in the, uh, L.A., and then you have, like, uh, the, the ah, I'm blanking, the guys from Motown. Like, it's, like, the oh, same people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Funk, yeah. Bro- oh, funk yeah. Brothers. The Funk Brothers. That's yeah, yeah. Funk Brothers. Are just yeah. nasty. And then yeah. the MGs were, like, Booker, Booker yeah, T. Booker T. Of Booker T. MGs, yeah. they're all the Stax guys. It's just like these guys have taped. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. room, Albums. one microphone. Yeah, and they all and they all kind of know each other because they're going in for all these different. These get hired in for these days. Yeah, they were all whatever. buddies. And then Joe cool. Costa engineered it. He's Ben Folds engineer, mm-hmm. and he's engineered for Amanda Palmer and just uh, everybody. A ton of people. Everybody. Oh, so, cool. so cool. So crazy. Name was, dropping. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Well, I'm gonna and then us. Yeah. I'm gonna make yeah, this analogy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so many songs were are just excellent on this record, by the way. And I would say just this everything is so pristine and and as someone who listens to music a lot i just appreciate it the quality is just a game but uh i gotta say on horny (laughs) (laughs) yeah if if hotel california i know fucked (laughs) the shit out of paint it black yes yes oh my just like railed it yeah I mean, I got that more. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yes. Can we quote you? We sure. definitely. I'll write that. I'll write that down for you. We definitely have the Hotel California vibe there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's good. But yeah. then it's like, but we're painting that fucker black. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Right. yeah. And, uh, and, we're painting uh, the Hotel California black. Yes. Right. <laughs> but uh, it just it, really well done. And the musician, the musicianship is, is fantastic. Uh, so for you guys, your writing process, is it a team effort? Do you guys do it sp- do you, do you do it solo and then bring ideas to each other and then you kind of icing on the cake for each other's ideas <laughs> or like what? It's like all over the map. There's yeah. like no... I wish we had a formula. Yeah, it'd be easier if we did, but we don't. So like, you know, sometimes we'll bring half an idea, sometimes... A hook? Done, <laughs> just a hook. Sometimes the whole thing is like done already. It just depends on whatever happened that sure. day. <laughs> you know, like, uh, you know, the, what is it? They say the creative muse is very... It's hard to pin down, so <laughs> a lot That's of a shower thing. writing. A lot of yeah. writing in the shower. Katie likes to write, I like in, the to write in the shower. I like porta potties. Yeah. <laughs> so, Any place you can relax. You so know? I can see a yeah, I can see a Skype call right now between the two of you. Yeah. One in the shower, one, one in her. Yeah. Marie yeah. actually has a porta potty in her apartment yeah. just for writing. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. It's like a vocal booth. At, so totally. you go in, it's yeah. a vocal booth yeah. inside. Yeah. It's the only place you can relax. Yeah. It's the I, only I, place I can get it out. <laughs> I write all my songs when I'm talking to the dog. Like that, that, those are my do- my oh, songs. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll just like sing songs. And I'll like throw his name in there of like, oh, oh nice. Like you know, that's what I do. That's how I write my songs. Okay, I want to record an album one day. His name yeah. is Otis. A, a, a songs for Otis. I think. I'm oh, Otis is a good I name. love that. And then like yeah. his picture and like a glamour shot on the front, little like out of focus. I love the glamour. That's shot. what I'm thinking. I think I think that's my my goal in life. Really. You should do that. Why not? Oh my god! I think because it would be goal. the worst sounding album in who the history cares? of albums. Wait, did you guys see that? Who was it that just came out with that album? Oh, uh, the guy from um, Bob's Burgers. He did like a jazz album. Oh really? And oh, he John a piano. Mitz? No, John Glazer. Oh no, no, John Benjamin. Or John, John Benjamin. Benjamin. John Benjamin, the world's greatest did, jazz performer. It was like that. so yeah. amazing. He went in and like it was all played. Well, because he doesn't know how to play jazz, piano, apparently. and he knows right? nothing about the piano. Really? And the entire album is just like insane. Does it sound good? 
No, it's genius. But it's so funny. It's so funny. But there's got to be a musician somewhere on this planet who's just like been dying for a break. He's like, that motherfucker got to break. Oh, oh I mean, I it's infuriating. <laughs> and yeah, they've I'm studied serious. it, the classical music exactly. down to the wall. Yeah. With Juilliard just, or whatever. Yeah. They're like $200,000 in debt. Fucking Archer got to make a piano. They interviewed one of like the musicians that they had hired to like yeah. improvise and he was like, I don't get it. <laughs> He was like, I don't know. Well, we got to see Jeff Goldblum at oh, San Francisco Sketch Fest recently. Okay. He did his show. Okay. And it was, I He plays it, piano, yeah, jazz piano. He's, he's absolutely incredible. amazing. I had no idea. Yeah, he just told stories and had clips of it. I mean, he's been in every single yeah, movie yeah, ever Every made. one of them. And then he would just talk about the, the movie. That's and then cool. the band would start playing. And he'd be like, oh, I've got to wrap it up. And then. And then he'd play like a song. And then he didn't know which song Insane. they'd play next. But he'd be like, oh, this one. I love this one. And then he'd just yeah. jump in. It was oh, great. that's very he's cool. He's pretty cool, folks. <laughs> I know some whatever, people don't yeah. think it he's is. He's such There's a fascinating a lot of... dude, that guy. Yeah. So. He, he, so... He's so funny. He was being, like, when the first time I ever interviewed him, he... he oh, um, you interviewed Joe? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? And this is and what he, Mark does. He kind of subtly name drops no, 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 no. his BFF. I didn't want to. We're texting buddies. No, 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 I love it. I love it. I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. Please stop. Everybody stop talking. I want to hear this. We love Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. What happened to him? What happened? He was really nice. No, tell me, tell me. He was great. It just, he does these weird quirky things and, and he's such a interesting dude and like we're sitting there and, and I'm talking to him and he's great and we're hitting it off he, he was in this movie called Buckaroo Banzai if you haven't seen it it's about uh, you you have to see this it's about um, a bunch of people who are scientists during the day and they have a rock band at night Yeah, that's all I'm going to tell you about it and Jeff Goldblum's in it that's so just go check man. it out it's really cool <laughs> so <laughs> so we're go- yeah. everything oh, I'm talking to this guy about he, he's, he has this little notebook he's like writing stuff down Almost like an investigator like came in and he's questioning me and uh-huh. he's just taking notes. And, and after a certain point, I was like, Jeff, dude, I got to just ask you, like, what's what's up with the notes, man? He's like, oh, no, this, this is what I do. <laughs> you know, I, I just take notes. Like, I find you interesting, so I'm writing stuff down. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. And then, so for like 25 minutes, dude's just like taking notes. He's taking about notes about you. And, yeah, yeah, and he's just being like, next time I see him, he's like, Mark, hey. And, and then he just starts going do 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 like out of his brain. Oh my god! And I'm like, oh my god! Like your notebook's in your head. Like he's like, yeah, you remember my notebook? And then so he just, <laughs> and then it just became a thing. Like every time. So then the next time I brought my own notebook, but yeah, I got like a, so but cool. I got a big like novelty size yeah. one with like one of those huge pencils, <laughs> and I had to like stand that. far away from it and like draw it. And I was like, slow down, Jeff. And, like, <laughs> and it just turned head. into a bit. Yeah, it was great. Everything oh, I hear about him more, and more, I like him more and more. Yeah, he's just so interesting. Yeah. Man, well, I would imagine writing stuff down helps you remember it too. Yeah, I like think that's for sure. sure. Doing it, you know. Sure. It's genius. But to be though. able to just but flawlessly do a, a show and be like, oh yeah, this one, and then just nail it, and then yeah. well, some people know music; they just know stuff. Like, sure. Like a guy like Questlove, like that guy is just oh, an, yeah. an encyclopedia of music. Like, yeah, he I is kind of the best. And metal and hip hop and anything you can think of. Well, speaking of awesome people and music, Me? Dweezil Zappa, you ever heard of him? Oh yeah, <laughs> they have. I'm gonna incite a riot here. I love it. Uh, these fine ladies are going to be going out on the road with Dweezil Zappa. Yeah. Because Les Claypool isn't enough. <laughs> so we're just going to go and do all that. the rockers. We're just going to go and do that. That's kind of cool. Uh, so congrats on that. Thanks. Very you. awesome gig uh, that you recently announced. Mm-hmm. And uh, how many? Four, four? Right now it's just dates four dates. So they far? might be adding the New York City date. They're doing actually like maybe like a contest or something for the opener for that one. So if that Is doesn't that work out, the they might. 
No, I think Gramercy. it's Gramercy. Oh, Gramercy. Yeah. Ooh, that's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, we love it. It should be fun. Gramercy's yeah. a good room to play. Yeah, we, I love yeah. that room. we did it with Les, which is great. With, what's his name? Matt Stone. Yeah, that the was South actually Park. my Gramercy. favorite thing Yeah, that's Les, ever they're all friends, and he came out, and we sang. Well, that makes sense. Les wrote the theme song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all buddies. Big buddies. Speaking of cool themes, man, he did Robot Chicken as well. He did do Robot Chicken, yeah. Yeah, he's oh, done some yeah. stuff. Reminiscing a bit. All right, I gotta, <laughs> anyway, I gotta so get Gramercy with Dweezil. So anyway, we, we may or may not be at that New York show, but there's four dates through the East Coast we're gonna be at, mm-hmm. and then maybe I mean sometimes with these things you hang on to the next re- leg of it, right. sometimes you don't. But either way, we're happy yeah. to be doing the next. Next month we're headlining Zanies. Oh, cool! Club at in St. Alna, Charles, right? And then cool. in July we're back at Illinois. The, yep. At Saint, uh, not Saint uh, Rosemont, Ro- Rosemont, yeah. Chicago. They have Rosemont hasn't been knighted yet. So <laughs> wait your turn. Rosemont. After we get there, we will uh, knight Sir Rosemont. What? Well, you're doing the Rosemont? That's like a big room. Yeah, That's we huge. haven't yeah. done that it's one like, yet. We'll be there I've in seen July. massive shows there. Oh, it's well, incredible. Uh, we're screwed. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it's be, why are you screwed? I always feel like for no, people. No, we, we always, well, actually, I have to say, I'm make, I'm, I kid because we've been really lucky with those rooms. Uh, we've, we sell out a lot of those comedy clubs. I don't know how, but people want to. We're yeah, just so, so different, great. I guess. Yeah, people are excited. It's Stop fun. selling yourself short. Your yeah, quality, I know. I'm trying to do better. No, yeah, we're quality, Katie. Oh, All right, let's break time. it down. Let's break it down. We'll start with you, Marie. Yeah. Born in Nashville, Tennessee. True story. Born in Stewart, Florida. When I was a year and a half, we moved to Nashville. Ah, so okay. So we were like born and raised. I'm like, well. So it was a, It wasn't so much a wide berth as it was a long one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it took a year and a half. <laughs> slid down. Yeah, it slid <laughs> right you, over. Yeah, you skated up to Nashville. Southern, yeah. So you don't remember Nashville. Florida, and you don't, Neural. you know, as yeah. far as growing it's up. It's all there, Nash Vegas. Gotcha. And Nash Vegas. Good. <laughs> all right. Um, and then ultimately, you make it here to New York City. How old were you when you came? Uh, I was like 22 years good. old. Oh, I was 22 when I moved here, too. Yeah. Uh, it's a good age to come yeah, here. Yeah, so bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, yeah. ready to make it in the great city in the world. <laughs> yeah, you're like, Avenue F, sure, I'll stay there. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing <laughs> nothing about it, right? Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Uh, cool. And uh, and you studied at the UCB Theater? Mm-hmm. Very studied cool. Studied improv there, and then... Yeah, for me, I was like, I'm never gonna make a name for myself doing improv. How am I gonna break out? So I was like, at the time, I was kind of dating this musician, and I was like, well, if he can do it, I can do it. And I've, I mean, I was musical theater. Mm -hmm. I did that sort of stuff and piano, and you know, I played the clarinet growing up. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, randomly, it was when like Zoe Deschanel kind of made the ukulele all cutesy wootsy, which I'm like so ashamed. It's like I'm when Wayne Fetterman was shredding in the '80s. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like a uke comic now. I don't know. But yeah, so I bought a ukulele just totally randomly and. And then started writing silly songs and mm-hmm. um i did one solo show and it was like terrifying and i was like what am i doing with my life and then i met katie like a couple weeks later and i was like Sweet. i know what i want to do with my life now kind of now we're know. stuck Still don't know <laughs> and, what we're doing. and what was that what did she tell you was it like open a bakery and you're like no 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 yeah i was like it's wait, gotta be yeah. comedy it's gotta be comedy yeah. katie let's I make like, cupcakes wait. i was like perfect oh wait actually i'm a terrible baker <laughs> <laughs> nice that's true actually <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah but no and then yeah i met katie at this party in Brooklyn and um, I said I play the ukulele and she said I play the accordion I was like we should start a band she was like okay I'm coming over <laughs> that's I was incredible. like okay we're doing this and that's how it happens. And now, we're and like now the you're most opening for Dweezil Zampa. So. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, so who are your weird. peers at the UCB? Do you, do you remember people in your class and have they gone on to? Yeah. Yeah. People uh, 
I mean, Curtis Gwynn? I don't want to put you on the spot. It's yeah, no. no yeah. Just the UCB story is always a fascinating one because you, you hear the tale of like, oh my God, I was in class with blah, 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 and blah, 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 you know? And it's yeah, I didn't really 000. get that experience yeah. in my classes with the people I was taking class with. I did make really, really awesome friends. Sure. And still are friends with those people. As far as like who my teachers were and they're all like now on Saturday Night Live, that right. didn't happen. But Curtis Gwynn, I do, uh, he's a comedian. He was now. your teacher. Right? He was my teacher, yeah. Gotcha. All right, and Katie. Yeah. We'll get your backstory here. We'll turn on the Wayback Machine. <laughs> DC. Yeah. Born and raised. Bo- uh, born in Washington D.C. Were you born DC? in Florida also, and then moved up to <laughs> DC? <laughs> right next to Marie. No, I was born in Washington D.C. and then was raised in Rockville, Maryland, and then moved to New York City when I was 18. I went to college at Barnard College. Oh, nice. Up at Columbia, yeah. Right yeah. Across the, right across the street, right? Yeah. So, they, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. They're affiliated, right? Like, does one uh, own the other? How's that the work? Uni- Barnard is under the university. So, Barnard is the women's college to uh, Columbia College. Gotcha. And Columbia College was a boys' school until the 80s. Yeah. So it's really? For that, that, re- long. that long? Yep, huh, yep. That, was, that recently. Yeah. So, oh, they, wow. so then uh, they... Bur- Dick move. Yeah. Right? Dick. Like, come on. <laughs> Well, there's well, a lot of dick. Literally, literally, yeah. Yeah. Dick uh, yeah. But when they wanted to then become co-ed, they tried to get Barnard in, and Barnard was like, "Actually, we're pretty good." Right yeah, now. We're, we're cool. So on our own. I'm, I'm, we were under the umbrella of Columbia University, but right. it's a separate college. You but get to like, name drop it. Totally, and, uh, I can yeah, kind of yeah. use it. But all, honestly, like the like, I was a music and dance major, so there's no dance major at Columbia. So, but you could major in dance if you were a Columbia student. You just had to come to Barnard, mm. and there was no full music major at Barnard. So I took all my music classes at Columbia. So I was, I you know, it's the same. It's so much crossover. It's right. Like, but whatever. I mean, Barnard was so awesome. I don't. I didn't feel like the need to necessarily be. You know, saying like, "Oh, I went to Columbia." Like, I'm right. happy to say, I went to studying until. Oh, I went to college as a. Speaking of Jeff Goldblum, I really wanted to be a paleontologist. Oh wow! So <laughs> I right. applied to all my schools as a geology major, and I was starting in biology at Barnard. And then I was like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna become <laughs> a performer." So I changed majors to music and oh, dance, and I didn't tell my parents until like graduation. <laughs> and now oh, you wow. just sing dirty. That long? So yeah, crazy. I just like didn't. They'd be like, "How's it going?" I'm like, "Great! I gotta go." The That's rocks it. are extra sparkly this week. Yeah. yeah. But it's fun touring with Katie because then we go to all the dinosaur museums and yeah. she's like, well, this she is knows a what's good up. baby I'm like crying. I'm like, it's so beautiful. Like, she yeah. does. Yeah. I love she, it. We I did have like did a get moment. a little emotional last time. I did. I was like super emotional. So do you have Night at, night at the Museum on your phone right now? Is that like just at the ready? <laughs> I mean, it, more like Jurassic Park. I'm Jurassic like Park. all about Jurassic Park. Well, that, okay. The Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. I, I see what it. you're doing. Yeah. 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 I love it. Uh, so now, oh, that's funny. So you leave biology to sing dirty songs about biological things. Exactly. See, it's very. You know, I'm all that, you know, teaching and biology and body parts. Right on. Very cool. So you guys meet each other. Uh, Let's let's get the first impressions real quick. Oh, it was like uh, love at first oh, sight, yeah. right? Who yeah, talked definitely. to who first? Like, what? Uh, how did that well, happen? Well, I remember, so we were at oh. a mutual friend's birthday party in Brooklyn, and we didn't know anybody except the birthday girl. And I remember Meryl saying, like, my friend Katie is an actress. Like, you guys are both actors. You should talk. You'll be best friends. And I was like, rah, 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 like Whatever. another actor. Blah. Yeah. <laughs> and sure. then, then I, you were at, like, they had or- an hors d'oeuvre table. <laughs> Hoarders. She made like amazing hoarders. Yeah. Premonition, right? And then we just started talking and then we ended up talking the entire night. Yeah. Right? 
There's nobody else worth talking to there. Yeah, especially <laughs> the subway musician that she had wrangled in to oh perform no. at her apartment. It was That's that was crazy. So it was Brooklyn. Fun. It was fun though. Yeah, it was, was kind of cool. I, I liked it. Cool. Yeah, he was, was, like, it, was her apartment in the subway? Was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but it was very like New York in that it was the tiniest studio apartment I had ever been to up until that point until I am now living in my tiny apartment. <laughs> uh, but it was like people were like sitting on her bed and like the subway. Guy. Anyway, it was. It was great. Well, we came, yeah, we became best friends. That's very <laughs> Yeah, it was cool. great. It was, it was I, really... Yeah, I do remember coming home and, like, telling the, my boyfriend at the time, like, I think I met this girl. She's, like, the coolest. Yeah, me too. When I told Britt, my roommate, I was like, oh, my God. She's like, who's this bitch who's got to take your time up? No, Why is my name not on the lease anymore? <laughs> oh, what happened? I love Britt. What did I do wrong? Well, Britt, yeah, her Brit, friend, yeah. yeah, came up with the name of her band. Oh, yeah. really? Right. Very yeah. cool. She's a good one. Yeah, we, yeah. Dead I, we Forever. For real. Yeah. Wow. Reformed she doesn't get any percentage of anything. <laughs> <but> <laughs> we love you, Brett. Yeah. We'll we'll buy we'll her a her car something. after we make our first million. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys brought up acting as well because you do both have some fine credits. Thanks. Uh, let's gloat a bit. Like you've okay, done some cool so stuff. Who wants to go first? Katie definitely has the best credit out of well, the two of us. I don't know. I, I think I got so. To, maybe I got to do. I got to be in Men in Black Three. That's right. With a it scene with Will Smith. Yeah, and you're Josh a Will Brown. Smith scene. You don't have cool. to sell yourself. We did our. Yeah. Um, we did our like hair and makeup together. That was really fun. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I got to be like in the hair and makeup. Wait, were you sandwiched them. between the two? No, okay. Will Smith was in between us, but they were talking to me a little bit, and they talked to me on set and stuff, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Will so Smith was good. rapping on set. He just like broke into a rap just the at whole one time, point, just, just for rapping. fun. He was like really like fun to be around and and kind of entertaining people. Josh Brolin was super nice. He kept touching my hands, and I was like, I'll never wash my hands again. <laughs> That's why my hands are black mm, and disgusting. No, kidding. There's that's exactly. Did that's you just kept yelling like, Eddie, <laughs> you I know, right? Yeah, how hard uh, is it I not just, to do that? I, I know. Well, I wanted to be like, in West Philadelphia, born and <laughs> raised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just come in with a couple pair like. A pair of dice around your, you know, <laughs> totally. your neck. Totally. Hey, Will, let me spit this a few cool, bars. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you actually want to hear a quick little story about Will Smith? Of course, he said, sure. So in the in, in that the movie that movie was kind of a disaster as they were making it because the, they didn't have a full script. They kept like firing the writers. Oh, weird. So okay. they didn't really have an ending yet. They weren't sure. So they had to do alternate takes for the scene to see like depending on how, which direction it went in. And there was a scene with keys. So he's holding keys mm -hmm. in the scene, and. Um, at one point, they're like setting something up or whatever, and he looks at the keys and he goes, you know what, I just realized. And everyone's like, what? He's like, I haven't held a set of keys in like 10 years. And everyone's like, what do you mean you haven't held a set of keys? He's like, I haven't had to open any doors. <laughs> In ten wow. years, he's like I had I forgot like what it felt like to hold keys. Like, I was like yeah. that is crazy, and he had like a he had a moment yeah, himself. Yeah. It wasn't even like, well, like even in a movie or something. I mean, like, yeah, it just, just hadn't had come a scene up. Where no, he's gotta like just open a door. Yeah. Not yeah. with like Will a Smith key. It's not, not a really great scene, I guess, with Will Smith being like, yeah. <laughs> open the door. Yeah, imagine yeah. if that was in his rider, like for like any movie he's in. Like if there are any script situations where I have to open a door, that's just not happening. Somebody else has. Please, I need a body double for that. That's whoa. Isn't that crazy? And I, I appreciated how he like he. I think even he was like, my life is so weird. Which is, yeah. Wow. Yeah. He seems a very like a very grounded person. He was super. I mean, yeah. all I know is that day we were hanging out, and he was great. 
Everybody was great. He had Everybody. his. I heard that he, um, because I I know they shot a lot of Men in Black three down in in um like the Soho area. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of setup down there, and and I was walking through, and I'm always curious because when I first moved to New York City, my first jobs were on movie sets and do PA crap and oh, you know wow. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know I always look at the signs and I'm like, oh, oh wow, okay, they're shooting Men in Black three here. And I asked him, I was like, what's this? What's this trailer? This doesn't look like a normal oh, trailer. Oh yeah, his yeah. trailer. And, and it was like, oh, that's Will Smith's gym. Oh, and I yeah. was like, what? Oh, and they're like, yeah, Will, Will's, Will's got a gym here. And I was like, oh, my God. They definitely that's, got in some that's trouble. That's when you know you made it, right? Yeah, his trailer <laughs> wow. situation kind of got him in a little bit of hot water. But I think that the city was so happy just to have the money coming yeah, in that yeah. they like were trying not to make a big deal. Yeah, keep it. writing mm. new endings. Yeah, they're like, please yeah, yeah, yeah. stay yeah. as long as you want. Yeah, all of us were happy for that. Oh, that's wow. cool. So, Men of, all right, Men in Black 3, it's a great bit. And uh, <laughs> you've, you've also you've written music for Warner Brothers, right? Yeah, there was I got to do a web series. Uh, called My Dad Is In A Boy Band that uh, Warner Sound produced and Sweet. they cool. and it was like so it's a really cute look it up on YouTube it's really fun um, but then they needed a song so I with the director I co-wrote this song that was like it's like a boy band song and they played it on like Good Morning America or something and it was really <laughs> oh, neat I was great. like oh that's neat and that that I, I, I think it's a great song I was ah, really excited about that it's like getting but. a song on the radio man I mean, it's, yeah it's it was cool. kind of, it was neat it it's was like, neat to like do something a little bit different so if we came over to your place, would it still be paused on your DVR? Like, <laughs> totally. I'd be like, does anyone want to see that time that my video kidding. was on? I'm just kidding. No, Men in Black 3 is on. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I have like six DVD copies scene. of Men in Black 3. <laughs> does anyone want to see it? I like to watch. Do you want to watch it? Do they let you take the film cell of like a shot of no, you in it or something? No, but they should. Oh my That'd God, I would cool. love that. That would have been pretty cool. I should have cool put that in my Reiner. <laughs> They're right. like, no, it's so expensive. <laughs> yeah, I can't have that. All right. Well, look, uh, as as awesome as as awesome as Men in Black Three is, uh, it compare it it pales in comparison to being a model for Doctor uh, Oz. Yeah, Doctor yeah, Oz. Can thank we talk you. about this situation? <laughs> well, I can you mean, explain yourself. It was a dream job of mine. You know, like when I when I started acting, I really thought, what is the top place I can take my career. <laughs> Top shelf, and that give is it to, to me. smear uh, sunscreen on my face <laughs> for Dr. Oz. So funny. It's so random. It's, it's I mean, it was dirty. like one of those stupid random, like, your agent calls and like, you're going to be doing Dr. Oz. Like, you got to smear, you know, sunscreen on. Uh, they were doing like a cancer skin cancer th- I don't know oh so it had it like was, a serious connotation yeah I mean it wasn't a, a comedy show right, right. <laughs> well we got our hands yeah. on some SPF 250 before it's hit the market right so yeah well, my parents were proud and so you know I don't know yeah that's, that's it. dream job a you know what if, gig, I were, if I were on a show it would be something like that because then I would guarantee that like my mom and dad would see it yeah that's oh, true yeah. you know like you know, Dr. Oz Dr. Phil one of those like right. shows <laughs> My wife watches Dr. Oz. Oh, really? Uh, tell my, him to stop watching. My dad <laughs> looks like Dr. Phil. <laughs> I'm not kidding. True story. You should just put that on your resume. Maybe I should put that I was on at a wedding. I was at a wedding, and some of my, and this is a wedding after we graduated college. We're all moved on. We came home. We had this group of friends. We're still friends from you know grade school. And we came home, and, and one of my friends was like, dude, check out the, the fucking Dr. Phil lookalike over there. I was like, you mean your old soccer coach from when we were seven? He was like, oh, my God. It's your dad. It was, it was so oh, funny. No. Priceless. Oh my Priceless. God, that's amazing. Yeah, my dad lost. Is here. All right, Aww. so that's the end of that story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and you and uh, but no, seriously, uh, flay the Concords. 
Yeah, when nobody cool, knew who they credit. were. Sure. Yeah, when they came to town. Yeah, it was again like uh, I got that because they needed like swimmers or something. So we, for the scene, like I filmed like, I don't know, it was overtime too. So it was like 18 hours or something of, of filming this one scene in a bar. And then they took us all to this pool and we had to swim. And they choreographed this whole big like synchronized swimming thing. And the boys were there. And it was like this huge, big production. And then when it aired, it was like all cut out. And you're like, oh, there's the side of my face. In the all oh, that one line. Oh, okay, great. I'm a star. <laughs> a star is born. Your profile pic is just that half screen. Yeah, like, yeah, edited, yeah. Like, yeah. The other half is like Jermaine Clement. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. But I feel like I don't know. Like, I didn't know who they were or what they yeah. did, and then all of a sudden they came out, and that show like blew my mind. Yeah. And then now, you know, what we do is we get compared a little bit to them as well because they're musical comedians and I don't know it's just me there's only a handful of them out yeah, there which is, which, is quite, yeah, head, which so. is quite frustrating because musical comedy if, if we're labeling it that's been going on forever, forever and ever, ever amen ever. so like has. why is it a thing whether it's one person two people maybe you have a ukulele who cares maybe you have an accordion right. yeah. I mean I grew up on Weird Al and they might be giants and, yeah. and I own three accordions myself because oh, of those you. guys so it's like but but I never think like oh here's another accordion yeah. player trying to be like Cornmo. Yeah. I'm not like oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah God we love him yeah. like, yeah. he's great the guy's sick yeah. like he's yeah, yeah. amazing great. He's unbelievable so it, yeah it must be frustrating well to I you. think there's I think it's because there's less musical comedians than there are like just general like. I'm a white dude with a beard. How many white dudes with beards tell jokes <laughs> in New York City alone? Like, there, I think right. just the, statistically, there's less musical comedians. So yeah, there's and there's there's, there's a fair sense. amount of musical yeah. comedians, but a lot of them, it's not, it's not the easiest thing because ideally you're funny and you're good at yeah. the music part. So we we'll see people who are really funny, but maybe don't got the music thing down, or maybe they got the music thing down, but they're not that funny, or you know. Right. So it's I think it's hard. Both, so I yeah. think that's part of the reason why there's not as many. And then I think because people don't see it all the time, they're like, "What do you mean you play musical?" Like what is comedy that? music? Yeah, or, yeah and you're that? like, well, like, sure. and then you end up being like, well, have you heard of Flight of the Conquers? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you kind of find yourself whatever, doing you the same the thing. Three. Yeah, yeah right. we get Garfunkel and Oates all the time. We're like, we're yeah. so different. Yeah, you guys, we are so different. Could be any more different. So like, different. Wow, it's probably yeah. just because like it's your your women and their women. Yeah, and totally. And brunette and a blonde and ukulele guitar. Same agent, you know. Oh really? Sure, it doesn't help. Yeah, so much either. Yeah, doesn't help with differentiation. They're doing good. You're doing now, fine. You're yeah. doing fine as well. Yeah. <laughs> now, what made you guys, when you decided to do this, because you did meet in New York City, uh, what made you decide to go sort of more like the Southern route, you know, and have that sort of be at the core of what you guys are doing here? Yeah. Um, Washington, D.C., I don't know how much. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't. Oh, I think punk clearly, music, you know. Yeah, Marie, I think, like, yeah and like go go and stuff. I think yeah. Sure. Records and My, um, I mean, Marie clearly had more of like an upbringing around country music in terms of just like a daily thing i had some in my like peripheral whatever my mm -hmm. life a little bit i did a lot of stuff on like farms which is <laughs> true i was in 4-h i was like, gonna say 4-h club i was in 4-h i was the president of my 4-h club for 10 years wow. so we had some rural stuff going on there and then i, I worked on a farm yeah. for you know, some heavy gotcha. i wish i'd had some pet no um but we <laughs> a lot of sewing um and but i think that i i i personally when we were talked about like oh what are we going for i've i've always been a big fan of like the old school country stuff so like right. um 
I always forget his like, name. Like just but, real uh, country. Like yeah, right? like well, like Patsy Cline yeah. or yeah, yeah, and June Carter. I'm, we're big fans of June Carter and Dolly Parton, of course. Mm-hmm. But you like the accordion guy? What's uh? uh I like that guy. I never can remember his name, but this down in the West Texas town. Oh the yes, yes. Oh my God, why am I blanking out his name too? I should know that. Yeah. I can't forget. It. I love. He's like maybe one of my favorites. Well, because like modern but, country, it's almost pop. It's like pop. Yeah, you know, now like, it's yeah. Taylor like Swift pop a started bit. off as country, but she's she's. Oh, I want her to go back to country so bad. But she's the furthest thing from it I right now. Or yeah. the way you pronounce bad. Is, like, that I mean, means you really mean it. <laughs> I love you her. Really and then it. you have like a Shania Twain who like started <sighs> country and then she went more pop too. Yeah. So, you know. And then Maybe we'll pop. do pop next. There yeah, I mean, we're kind of moving a little bit in that direction. So, yeah, just like how they do. Yeah. <laughs> um, they start pushing you that way. Like, yeah. guys, we yeah, need that... The Made pop hit single, the, in, on, well, you know, the invisible so record. We, we are quite the hip hop dancers. <laughs> yeah, I, I just always find it funny when it, when you talk about country music is like, I'll ask people like, hey, what kind of music you into? And they're like, oh, I like everything but country. Mm, like, yeah, you mm, always get that. that. I don't know why there's yeah, that there stigma. A lot of people tell that, us like, I, I fucking hate country, but I love you. And we're like, well, we're country. Yeah, <laughs> so y'all like country. You Plus, suckers. they're like, they're like some of the, if not the best musicians. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, I think it's there's there's a lot of storytelling in the country but I also think there's a lot of like also a good thing but yeah. there's, I, <laughs> think, like I think when well people too. say they don't like country they don't like a specific type of country that sure. yeah. my dog got ran over by my pickup truck exactly or like, like Billy Ray so Cyrus much other yeah you don't like yeah. Our, you don't like 90s country we get it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's fine yeah. Yeah. And, and but you it's know. like it's like it. try to fuck with Johnny Cash or Mohan exactly right tell me that's not great country and even like Roger Miller and people like that that people may or may not know much about but like um that that's like the kind of stuff that really yeah. gets me excited at least. But like you were saying, like country music really lends well to like storytelling. Oh, and well, stuff. sure. And yeah. that's Just what really opened up. Yeah, yeah, and when we started, you know, writing together, it was like we both were kind of in weird places, relationships, and you know, dating in New York City is a travesty. No, sometimes, but um, it's bad. Yeah, it can that. get. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, it's, it's not good. It's but not they got this app on your phone. You can like find a boyfriend with it. It's really cool. <laughs> it's called Grinder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, There's um, a few of those out yeah. there. Yeah, but when we started writing, it really we were just kind of taking our own personal relationship stories and putting. Them in and I think, to be honest, stuff. too, I think finding something that was very specific, like country, and not just being like songs, I think <laughs> helped. You know, I think just sort of helped also ha- not just have us stand out a little bit more, but give us a little direction in terms of like character, because we are mm-hmm. character driven on uh, on our act, and we're actors, so we like to be right. yeah. in character and costumes. And Katie, like, because I was like we. At first, when we first started, I was like, "We'll just improvise, like in between, and like do the songs, and we're gonna wear like vintage dresses." And then Katie was like, "Yeah." Then we did the show, and she was like, "I have an idea. What if we like start scripting it a little bit more?" And then like (laughs) instead of just like random dresses, I like make us dresses. I was like. Oh yeah, because you sew, and so yeah. then she designed these Four like H beautiful. Man, respect. Yeah. yeah. So Katie makes all of our costumes, and they um and that like I think that that really just gives an instant visual on stage mm-hmm. of like we're characters. We're obviously not from around here, mm-hmm. and like. I don't know. It's just it's, it's also really professional. Opened. It's a professional move, right? Yeah, it's, it's sort of, it's the equivalent of wearing the top, a suit, you know? and it's fun, yeah. and we <laughs> yeah. enjoy. And, we're, and I think the other thing that was cool about it is that since we were wearing these like dresses and they're real girly and stuff, we didn't think anything of that when we started. And then we end up um, the first time we went to the creek in the cave, the great comedy, spot. yeah, yeah. Yep. great venue. We love it. Yep. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the first time we were there, we had we we somehow fell into an audition for um, just for last Montreal. We didn't even know what we what it was. We were like, ah, Montreal. We just started the band. Yeah, we're like, great. Yeah. You need a and passport, they, man. Yeah. 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 yeah, kind of. We were they like, oh, Canada. Like, yeah. Yeah. But we um, had no idea okay. that, um, we had no idea, like, what 
we were what we had gotten ourselves into and that was the first time we met like Ben Cronenberg and like oh, a Jay Fod and, and Glennis and Matt McCarthy and like all these people we didn't know who they were yet yeah yeah but we w- got into the creek in the cave and we got started getting dressed and curling our hair and putting our makeup and all these boys were like what the fuck is this? We were, we were painting like, oh, our nails you in the paint- corner. And we had no we're idea. Really it, yeah, we oh, had no great. idea. We didn't even know. Yeah, we had no idea. Commitment. And what was cool was that, like, we we didn't, you know, I guess we kind of knew that the comedy world was more, you know, male centered. Mm-hmm. But we didn't. It just didn't occur to us not to just do what came naturally to us. And I think that that's really worked to our advantage too. Where not only does it make a stand up, but not 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 even trying. Yeah, we just did like what we liked, and as a result, like we've. People ask us a lot of times, like, oh, what is your experience as a woman in comedy? And partly, I think, because we do something different. But um, we've been very, we've had good experiences with the comedy community and haven't had too many. Love the boys. Yeah, it's, we it's a them. weird question. Like, t- yeah, yeah. have you guys been reading any of the stuff Tina well, the- Fey's been putting out there? as Lately? or Yeah, criticizing, like, like someone's oh, been asking her, like, oh, it's a good time for women in comedy. And she said and it wasn't. Like, what the fuck yeah, are you why? talking about? Well, what, then there's also the other side, the that? Jessica Delfino article that was circulating. Right. Oh, ago oh I sort of heard about this. Yeah. I didn't read it. What was she saying? She basically said that she's... She was asked a very similar question. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, what's what's her what's her opinion or experience as a woman in comedy? And she says, uh, uh, basically towards men, and she was like, "Men have helped me immensely." Like, you yeah. know, she's like, "I was in a bad relationship with Kurt Metzger, but that guy will die for me and do stuff." She's like, "Patrice right. O'Neill has gotten me paid for events. Yeah, I've lived on Jim Norton's couch for for months on end, and yeah. just basically listing like the only bad experience I've had with people in comedy have actually been other women, and like mm-hmm. it, it was so it was very." It was a very skew on this topic because mm-hmm. most people view it as the other way, and she was basically saying like that's not been my experience. Yeah, so yeah. It was kind he of like hasn't... it kind of raised a whole firestorm about that type of. By stuff. the way, yeah. props mm-hmm. to her opening up the unicorn and like yeah, oh, she's I know. Yeah. The, she's well, another musical one. Yeah. comedy yeah. person. Yeah. yeah, comedy. Well, we yeah. remember her like when we first started. Like I remember Katie calling and being like, I just saw this woman perform and like she was so yes. amazing. And then we, you know, you dive into the internet and start looking at all of her videos yeah. and stuff. And now then now we do her festival every year. I've done that a couple times too. It's great. Yeah, so awesome. And and uh, yeah, and I think the community. Yeah, she's been good with the musical comedy community, and uh, we have not had any bad experiences with the women in comedy either. Mm -hmm. We've found that we've been able to have um, a very nice community with them too. So we've just we've we're we get along with everybody. I think a lot of it comes comes down to your place in comedy. Some some people are more secure with what they do as comedians. Some people aren't more secure. And I also I feel like you know. Some people have this this mentality that like to be a comic you kind of got to get bullied a little bit or mm-hmm. something like that. And I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but I do know that's a mentality of some people. Yeah, like earn know, your stripes or whatever. But I also yeah, know that there's some people garbage. that not everyone, this isn't for everyone. So sure, like, right, you know, yeah. you go into comedy and maybe someone makes fun of you or laughs at you or says something or whatever and you're like, all right, I don't want to do this anymore. Maybe you weren't cut out for it in the first place, not necessarily bullied out of it, but maybe, I don't know. It's yeah. just, it's a weird situation. I think it's an interesting mindset too. I, I mean, think, like, oh, yeah. sorry. No, 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 it's the, totally fine. The one other thing rambling. I think about it versus where, our, where we did not have any of this experience is we totally bypassed the, um, the open mics um, and I think yeah. that the open mics is the first place where a lot of women get very uncomfortable in right. comedy because people are trying out jokes and a lot of dudes think the best yeah. jokes are like and I raped this girl yesterday and then yeah, the girls yeah. are like oh god I gotta get out of here yeah. Yeah. so and that's just like people exploring you're hearing the worst of the com- worst jokes. yeah absolutely yeah. and I think that then women are kind of like put in an uncomfortable place but you know there are like our friend Emily um Emily like no why can't I think of her last name right now Emily Dan's girlfriend 
Emily. I don't remember her name. <laughs> uh, we love oh, James. Emily, Emily James. James. Emily James. We love, James. Emily. We love Emily. Shout out. Emily. I'll, I'll shorten up the gap. Don't worry. It'll sound like <laughs> okay, <great. laughs> Emily, Emily James. James. <laughs> our friend Emily James. Our friend. Too much. That's the problem. Our friend Emily James. Our friend Emily James. That's for the end. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, yeah. Our friend Emily James <laughs> runs. More like Emily Jameson um, <laughs> over there. She runs an open mic called uh, Momity Comedy because she's mm-hmm. a mom. And, mm-hmm. and like that's a really nice environment for like women. And you don't have to be a mom to go. But there's starting to be more places too. So if women are uncomfortable at just right. regular open mics, that there's uh, starting to be more places they can go to kind of feel a little more. And how fun is that to say Momity Comedy? I'm, I'm going to say that yeah. all day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to keep I mean, saying that. It also comes down to. It also comes down to your level of skill. Like Dave Chappelle could probably do something completely different with a rape joke than an open mic. Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? And I think right. Absolutely. right. To be fair to rape yeah. jokes. Yeah. Well, I love to... a good rape I'm, joke. I'm, I'm yeah. not, I do. I'm not defending the rape <laughs> joke or attacking the rape joke, but I am saying like certain material in a, in a master's hand totally. is way Absolutely. different than an open totally. mic. Totally. And so. definitely, like Absolutely. I know we definitely feel like there's there's nothing that's off limits mm. if it's done right. But yeah. and then there's some things we can think we could tackle and there's some things we're like we're not gonna no, be no, able to tackle that right now that. so we right, just let yeah. it go and i think that knowing the difference is important yeah. too. another anyway. question i wanted to ask yeah. you ladies too is is making the decision of of like how aggressive let's say the songs are right so you just say we're gonna just be dirty and have fun and this is gonna be great <laughs> end of story like was that a pretty easy, easy decision to make versus i think we didn't even it wasn't even like we want it to be dirty and we want it to be shock and we want it to be this it was it, honestly like and forgive me for describing oh, no, no, it no no, no that's okay just, it is you're, yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. you're just putting it all out there whatever sick, it is sick people no, yeah. no you're <laughs> no, I think fu- like, like my last name's Seaman so <laughs> yeah. I, this, is, this is heaven sent for me absolutely I'm with friends and family yeah so. <laughs> I think for us like it's so fun to play with that double standard of like mm-hmm. women you know men men can sleep around but women can't and that sort of thing and like we're incredibly sexual human mm-hmm. beings and mm-hmm. we love sex and we want people to have sex and do it all the time and or not i mean i think not. that that's yeah. the thing i, I think <laughs> that the point your level is, of comfort no, is. Yeah. Your level, and i think we'll that for you yeah just don't worry and i think we're trying very hard to break down those barriers of like where you're either a whore or you're a madonna right, you know what i mean right. so it's like uh, right. and, and coming especially from like barnard it's like women's college we talked about that kind of stuff yeah have you been, oh, have yeah, you been disbarnard from there yet <laughs> Sorry, I had it was there. Hey, I had to take love it. this Slow stuff. Yeah. Oh, no, no, this is wow. like right. I'm such a barn, strong barnered woman with this yeah. band. It's like exactly up the alley of like that college. <laughs> uh, and like I think that like what you're saying exactly. It's like we just like we that we we were just kind of just being ourselves and right. and sort of saying like hey guys here's the truth about right. this stuff you know like you it's and i think we kind of blow especially like kind of in middle america we can really blow some people's minds because mm-hmm. they'll look at us and be like but you're so pretty and you seem so nice and then the things that come out of your mouth and i'm right. like because we're whole people yeah. we're not like <laughs> we're whore we're, we're not just yeah. a face right? yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and we're like yeah. real like but full women, deep people right. and like and, and everyone is but some people don't feel like they can show that side of themselves or whatever i mean yeah. look you, you have a song about not knowing what it's like to have a penis. Yeah, right? I want to know what it's like. What's you it don't like? Have Do you one. like it? It's great. See, I'm a fan. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you should try That's having cool. a vagina. It's pretty good too. <laughs> yeah. I wish I had one every day. Oh, yeah. But you do, kind of. You're Make married. Make a great team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got one every day. That's a true statement. Yeah. And she likes sex too. Oh, so. hey, See, that's I great. Like that. That's, that's good awesome. for you. Congratulations. Yes. I, I, I bagged a winner. Yeah. <laughs> 
freezing that, that was that your vow? <laughs> that was so the romantic. worst. That was the worst <laughs> thing that's ever come out of my mouth. So that's romantic. Like a, a song, Does she listen song? to this podcast? <laughs> she's Puerto Rican. She deserves to be spoken about like that. No. Oh, no. no. She's, Puerto Rican. she's the greatest person on the oh. face of the earth. I win the lottery every second I get to take oh. a breath. So See, that's so awesome. Nice. Yeah, yeah. you just Now you're just pandering. No, I'm not pandering anything, man. Good. All the good ones are taken. I got married in November after being with my wife for, oh, 13 years? I was wow. gonna, I've been with her for a long time. Oh. Got, got married officially in November. I definitely thought you meant that you were with a wife for 13 oh, years, no, 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 and no, then no, you no. married somebody no, else. The, I was no, like, wow. When I married, we were, with, we were together about 13 years before and we then actually officially married. Oh, that's, married. but then you know it's- Got engaged at uh, 10, 11 years, and then just got married after the 13-year mark. Wow. Yeah. That's great. See, that's awesome. It's fun. She's awesome. She's the best, but- Yeah, she's good people, too, yeah, man. Yeah. She's good people. She's great. All if right. you know any guys for us- <laughs> I do. Not good oh. ones. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's been the problem. But if this I don't whole time. recommend good ones to no, you. That's I don't know. I always it's it's funny you ask that because uh, you know, I'm I'm in the music world as well <laughs> and the comedy world as well. So, I'm not so dating it's like, uh, music, yeah, yeah. musicians or comedy. So, so it's like anymore. the worst of both you know what yeah. I mean? It's like there's one or two right. good in either field. You know what I mean? That I would be like, Hey, check out this person. It's like <laughs> no. No, yeah. maybe Gary from high school is still available. He was kind of a cool guy. Cool. We'll talk about <laughs> yeah. Gary from high school. Uh, all right, so uh, you got a tour coming up. Yeah. You got this new album. Mm-hmm. You have a website with fresh pictures. You've put out new videos. Yes. Uh, you're doing stuff with Internet Action Force. Yes. We can name drop them. They're yeah. good people. Uh, so you're doing it all right now. This is pretty great. Any acting gigs uh, coming up or, or well, is it... Both- we both, uh, this summer we actually filmed this web series called Plant. Plant, right. Yeah. I wrote that down in all caps, actually. Yeah, Plant. <laughs> um, it's yeah, that must mean it's important. <laughs> yeah, well, no, because they're both in it, right? Uh, you're yeah. Both, uh, you're both doing it. Yeah, so. and so then that, they're screening it now, but then, um, yeah, it officially comes out, I think, in the spring. Nice. So, yeah, cool. Marie's more more in it. She's a bit, it's more of her project. It's great. She's been I did the music seasons. for it. Too, oh, so wow. there's a lot of music awesome. in it. Oh, yeah, things, so. um, are you guys competitive in any way? Like, oh, uh, yeah. when you're like, sure. uh, <laughs> Men in Black Three, I got you. Men in Black Four, right here. I mean, I think I mean, there, I think naturally there's like gonna inspira- be maybe it's more inspirational. Bit. Is it like encourage you to? Yeah, I mean, I think that, yeah, I think in some ways for sure. I mean, sometimes competition is great, and then sometimes it can Mm -hmm. be a little tricky. But, like, for the most part, like, especially, we've been together for, like, five years now. And I think that, like, it'd be impossible for us to be perfect every single single moment, like in a marriage or something. But we, we always are kind of in awe, even when we're kind of at each other's throats. There are moments where, like... We still travel very well together. You know what I mean? We yeah. still are able to we like hang out. We spend a lot of time together, and it's yeah. been that's probably I mean, the I most the, amazing part of the, the whole. The biggest thing. test of our relationship was living in an RV for eight days. Oh yeah, Sturgis motorcycle rally. That'll, that'll, that'll wow. you'll learn some things. It was yeah, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did great. When you had to like clean out the gray tank or the oh, black that was tank. So sweet. Yeah, yeah, she dumped our. She Drop. dumped your dump. Dumped her dump. Dumped the dumps. Dumped the dumps. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah that's, uh, I've, I always say square footage sol- figures out and solves a lot of problems. So, mm-hmm. you sure. know, if, like if you're in close proximity to someone else, you're like, oh, well, uh, we'll figure out if we're really good friends or not. Or if I live in this giant house with someone, it's like, oh, this will solve a lot of our problems. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 I feel like Bill Murray said something about the same situation, too. Oh, it's I'm, like, I'm, sh- I'm sure I'm not the. I, that can't be an original idea. He's for just my like, brain. oh, if you yeah. want to marry somebody, go on a trip, pack yeah, one right. bag, and oh, then just, come you back. know, Figure Still it want to get out. married. Yeah. yeah. Right. 
It's a good thing. That's cool. That's, that's cool. a test. Well, go. congratulations to you two and all oh, the success. Man. Much this might be like success. the greatest interview we've ever done. Oh, this has oh. been the most fun. Look at that. Really Thank you. So fun well, this one's going up on the you. wall, man. We, I loved it too. I yeah. can't speak for him. I liked it too, except for these orange lights. They're weird. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He's always got to find the thing that's Something wrong. They're like Joel versus the volcano in my eye. Hey, great movie. Great movie. Love that movie. I just watched that movie the other day. Well, now I have to watch it again. That's my wife's second favorite movie of all time. What's her first favorite movie? First one, Men in Black 3. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Goodfellas, actually. Oh, she is a keeper. Here's how I knew I was going to marry this girl. Okay. Uh, first date, I took Aww. her to go see uh, Dirty Shame, John Waters' movie, oh, and she yeah. loved it. Yeah, yeah. Second date, took her to go see Weird Al Yankovic live. She oh. didn't know where she was going, and I kept it a surprise the entire time. Even when we parked the car and we walked, because it's such a mixed bag. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Who's going to the show? And we got all the way up to the concessions and she got a water and she's like, well, where's the top of my, my water? I, I need the lid. I got to put it back on. And he's like, well, we can't have you throw, we can't have you throw bottles of Weird Al now, can we? And she looked at me and she says, oh my God. I was like, done. Oh, <laughs> she was like a huge wow. fan growing up in Puerto Rico. Oh, and I was just my like, God, done. I love it. Man, you brought done. your A game with those first dates. Had to do it. Well, Mine was at an Italian restaurant. She's Spilled pesto sauce all over my car. Over your, you your took car? Yeah, yeah. The, the, was this took it out to the car? No, 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 no. no. Was this like a drive? Even, yeah. No, no. You know she, where my head is. I got what you're saying. She didn't eat her whole meal. <laughs> and whatever she brought home. This is like an A&W. And before, like your no, she didn't eat her entire meal. Once okay. she came home, okay. ended up on the floor of my car. My oh. car oh. I don't know if that's an all moment. Oh. Uh, my car smelled like but pesto But were you like, I'm going to marry this girl? No, no. I was like, this girl spilled pesto sauce all over my car. Bitch. But then you thought about her every time you drove around. You know what? I think it was her marking her territory in a weird way. I do joke about that with her interesting yeah. interesting Made me think about her all right let's talk <laughs> socials let's do it uh you can follow the reformed whores at reformed whores mm -hmm. right on the twits on the tweets, on the tweets. every time there's a new social media outlet we have to jump on that name yeah. I, I do the same thing it's like what is it mark says i done and then i never open again Perfect. <laughs> password. all right uh but individually uh maria yeah mafia mafia, mafia underscore maria. Yeah. maria right yeah and uh and i love yours because it has a soft spot <laughs> in my heart uh kate's great but k8s great uh, there used to be this Nintendo game called Skate or Die that oh. I used to play a lot as a kid, <laughs> and they only give you you know so many letters. Yeah, and I put in Rad Skate, and I would yeah. do the R A D, you know S K H T. Yeah, so my brain went to the Bouncing Soul song. Kate is great. There you go. Mm. As a Jersey, do you know boy. about that song? I don't know. There's a Bouncing Kate is Soul great. song called Kate is Great. I was looking it up. Yeah. I love And don't worry, Marie, Marie, you're fine. You got this Marie Claire. There's Marie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lots of Marie's. Uh, Marie, whatever that li Marie calendar well, makes those fantastic oh, okay. microwaveable oh, yeah. meals. <laughs> <laughs> Very healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not healthy. Uh, and the website again. <laughs> Wait, are they a sponsor? I don't know. Not anymore. Yeah. www.reformedhorse.com. Not deformedhorses.com. It's a different website. Deformed <laughs> we might own it. We, we might, we might own it. And we might need to put stuff on it. Oh, that's so great. Do you own reformedwhites.com? Easter egg. No, but we should get that one too. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, keep it. Up. Donald Trump probably owns it. And the, okay. the new album, Don't Beat Around the Bush, songs that hit the spot. Mm -hmm. March 18th. The spot. Oh, wait. People should come to our record release show, March yes. 17th. I don't know when this is going up. But yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it'll be up before the maybe, maybe it won't. It doesn't matter. Either way, I'll way. fix it. We're doing yeah. it. It's cool. We'll fix so, how was that show? How was the release show? Is it was great. It was, great. It was, it was so great. 
everybody came. The queen was there. It was great. <laughs> All right, now we need a bad version. So I heard the show. Nobody Ooh, came. It was good. the worst Awful. I killed I like quit. three people up. by accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drove my options. car over someone. I lost yeah. my ukulele. <laughs> yeah, that's like when you know you're an editor when you're like, I need 17 takes of how the show is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start from here. Yeah. And uh, the tour dates with Dweezil, uh, May 3rd, 4th, 5th, and 7th. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Ridgefield, Connecticut, the Ridgefield Playhouse, uh, Ardmore, PA, the Ardmore Music Hall, Alexandria, Virginia, the Birchmere, and finally Boston, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. Massachusetts, at the Brighton Music Hall. And again, that's May 3rd, 4th, 5th, 7th. You can go to your site. Get yourself some ticks. Yeah. As in yeah. tickets, not the things that suck your blood and give you Lyme Ooh, disease. We I hate a that. tick when I was two. What? <laughs> no, you didn't. I did, I swear. Wait, so that was in uh, that was in Nashville. That was in Nashville. You, you had moved since I, like, then. I got to the, the podunk, Tennessee, and I was like, I gotta eat insects now. You're like, I didn't get scurvy while I was in Florida, so now I need, need to <laughs> get, get me something. I get Lyme disease in Nashville. All right, cool. Well, congratulations on everything. Oh, thank you awesome. so much, Great you meeting guys. you. Thank Finally. you, you too. Goodbye. All right, we want to thank the ladies from the Reformed Horrors for joining us right here on the Laugh Button Podcast, thelaughbutton.com. Make sure you head there for all the latest in news, reviews, interviews, breakdowns, insight, and uh, all things that surround the comedy universe. I have three things as I'm doing the three in the term of like the shock. Yeah, that, oh, yeah. the shock. I didn't know if that was, <laughs> was West Side. Three. If that was, okay. Three quick updates. Yes. We did a great feature about a follow up feature to Mike Ward and his, and yes. what's going on with his free speech fight up in Canada. Mm-hmm. We got some uh, insider knowledge from our friends that we had, we met with. And yeah, Nick, we, we'll put that in there. Yeah, quotes. we did we had some follow ups. So we got some insider <laughs> knowledge about that. So we wrote about that. Uh, we did a great piece about the, uh, Turning about, points of comedy. Yeah, yeah, we did a great piece about the, yeah. the, the those turning points of comedy where it's like, okay, this guy should have zigged or zagged, and he went this way, and this is what happened to their career. So right. we did a nice feature about that, and also our merch store, laughbutton.com/slash/merch. All T-shirts are on sale for fourteen bucks a piece Ooh, nice. for the next two days. Nice. Do it up. Nice. Make sure you grab some of those, and uh, and make sure you tweet, even if it's a day or too late. Make sure you tweet at Bob Saget and tell him happy sixtieth birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, did a nice piece on him as well on the site that leads up to his greatest scene ever captured on film. And if you, I think I know what scene that is. Yeah, yeah. If you know my taste, then you you you, you might be surprised uh, <laughs> as to what scene this is. But uh, Bob, happy belated birthday. You're sixty. You crush it. A lot of people. The thing I like about uh, folks like Bob Saget is uh, there's three entry points. There's the stand-up comedian turned actor. Mm-hmm. There's the actor turned host. And then the host turned back to stand-up comedian slash actor. Just depending on your era. Yeah, depending on your era. And uh, I don't know about you, but he was my second dad you know, yeah, from yeah. Full Danny House. Tanner, he was a lot of second dads on Full House. He was the best. And we have an amazing podcast coming your way. Uh, can't wait to report to after a post-Nicki Minaj <laughs> Concert. Yeah, there will be an update about Nicki. There'll, there'll probably be some live tweeting about what's going on with Nicki Minaj. Yeah, after this podcast is actually available for everyone to listen to, we can no longer say we've never seen Nicki Minaj in concert. This is very true. This is very true. All right, until next week, everyone follow us on the socials at the Laugh Button, uh, at I am Kleinschmidt, at Mark says hi, and I'm gonna wish myself a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mark. Peace.